Week 18 is in the books. Playoffs are set, boys, and we are here to run you all through every single game and how it all happened. You're listening to the Outback Quarterback Podcast, and it is brought to you, as always, by the great people at the Boat Builders Yard, our favourite pub in Melbourne, DOS. And, you know, it's... uh that time of year, we're approaching the Super Bowl, and that means their free Super Bowl event is on. You know it's always packed. You know it's a great day with the big screens. you got to get down there early, Curtis. 9 a.m. would be the kickoff time uh, for the Boat Builders Yard on Monday, Fairport. Is it about 8th, 9th? Mm. Somewhere around there. So I think it's there. the 14th. 14th. Because I've got Blink-182 on the 11th, so it's going to be a very okay, big Okay, so it must yeah. be about there. We'll double-check that before we promote 13th. the tickets. Yeah. <laughs> the well, no, no, sorry, no tickets. You just rock up. It's no, you just free entry. And, uh, but, of course, they've got the Australian Open coming up, Curtis, with the tennis in a couple of weeks' time. So great viewing for that at the Boat Builders Yard too. I didn't even know they were showing that. That's how much you research our sponsors, Doss. That's right. He's a research king. Get to the Boat Builders Yard all summer. Best place to have a drink in hand. Chill out by the Yarra. All right. Week 18's done. Playoffs locked in. Let's get into it. Everybody and welcome back to Hall Painting and Building Arena. We're finally back in person. It's the Outback Quarterback Podcast. Playoffs are upon us in just days' time. I'm your QB3, Curtis Deboy. Across the table from me, QB2, Chris Hall. And to my left, QB1, for reasons I'll explain in great detail later in the show, Matthew Maidman. How are you, Doss? Curtis, I'm very well, thank you. Hawley, how you doing? Yeah, not bad, thanks, uh, Doss. You're right okay. there, Holly. Energy's a little, little low. Oh, I mean, no, I, I expected right. a bit more first. I'm just uh, a bit tired. That's all. Yeah, first day back at work. Uh, I kind of worked over the break, so then I business thought, owner. Thought Never I'd off. Ha- I thought I'd have this hot today all day off. Watch the NFL all day and had about 15 minutes off in the end, so I was a bit flat about it. But into that 15 minutes, you wedged all of your professional preparation <laughs> for all the game reviews. Exactly. That's all it takes me, Kurt. It's not five like, minutes longer than not, normal. <laughs> not, not like you, boys. <laughs> Hours on preparation. <laughs> Amateurs. Well, Doss, I mean, your preparation was interrupted today. Now, did you want to wait until we get to the Green Bay Chicago game review? Or did you want to tell us now how your last day of holidays went? Because you took today off your last day of annual leave just to watch the NFL. but Planned. Well in advance planned. Just to watch the NFL? Well, I've had obviously the last three weeks off, but I took the extra Monday uh, to make sure I had the week 18 coverage. Had my breakfast and then I went down to my favourite coffee shop, got my coffee in between the early and the late slate Curtis. And there was a nice little 15-minute gap There today. was a good yeah. b- good little break Normally there's there. a straggler game that just ruins it for everyone. There were, well, I think the, the Jets and Patriots game sort of lingered on a little bit in the snow, which no one sort of paid much attention to. Um and then I've, I've come back, I'm enjoying my coffee. I, got to, I was watching the uh, late slate, got about to, to the second quarter, then my lovely wife tells me, um, oh, the kids have got uh, swimming in half an hour. Hmm. That's frightening. This wasn't in the so, calendar? So she knows I took the extra day off. Oh, man. And has decided to book swimming lessons for the children <laughs> at 10 a.m. This is terrible news. Now, not only is it compounded by the fact that the swim centre has been shut for the last month. This is a makeup session for all the sessions <laughs> that everyone has to try and jam in. So I have to get in the pool because obviously my two-year-old can't swim on his own. All parents got to be in the no, pool. He can't swim. So now I've got to be in the pool with 20 other adults 
20 other kids jammed in because we've all missed the holiday sessions because the swim centre, freaking swim centre has been shut for four weeks. <laughs> and then to top it all off, I miss the second half of the Bears and Packers game. Oh, no, Doss. And then when I get out of the pool, I've got spoilers on my phone, so I get, don't even get to see the result. And I see that the Packers have won. I don't get to see any of the game. You should have told us. You should have said not. Did yeah, we because spoil they blackout. I don't even know if I did. I don't think I did. No, it. I was wondering. You were curiously quiet today. I thought you were just in a meditative. That's because I was sitting in a damn swimming pool, <laughs> splashing around for the last forty minutes, missing out on the singing the hello song. See, and hello, and here comes thunder and splashing my hands, hokey pokey. So <laughs> lucky, you didn't, I, lucky, lucky you didn't have a heavy, <laughs> heavy breakfast. <laughs> I couldn't help it. That's only funny uh, if you listen to the outtakes. I might pop that at the end of the show, right, uh, and you right. can understand that Chris Hall joke. Well, Doss, that's a disaster. That's a disaster. Were, there, were the nineteen other dads there all annoyed as well because they'd taken the day off to watch Red Zone, or were they unemployed bums? No, well, they should have been. I got the impression that there was a few others left on summer holidays that didn't have the same interest in the NFL and my Packers mm. uh, today and the implications of that. But Did you ever think about just saying no to Jess? Just like, bad luck, I'm not going? Well, look... Uh, uh, would, it, would, it be, would it have been worth it, do you think? Look, I think that... Look, I have got a lot of passes over the last three weeks with a lot of football and basketball in, mm. but... Uh, this was a makeup hard to go. I couldn't just uh, sit there. So yeah. This sounds uncharacteristic, Doss. Is it possible that you forgot? No, I didn't mm. forget. I think this was this was look, it may have been mentioned weeks ago, but this was before the Bears and Packers schedule came out last week, and now I'm <laughs> just sitting in the pool at ten AM. So the QB one couldn't even watch his team play today. <laughs> Well, he's he forgot. had to go back and watch it on replay, and I already knew the result. <laughs> no, I don't watch that stuff. That's rubbish. Replay. He's definitely well, creepy. Replay, replay when you know the result. That's Kirk kind of stuff. Yeah. Hey? It's, it's hard yards. You what? love watching games on replay. What's, what's, the, what's wrong with that? Oh, it's boring. If you already know the result, it's kind it's been, of... At least I watched the... Watch the highlights. <laughs> <laughs> no, I watched the highlights, but not the whole game. Yeah, yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. Just look at the stats, mate. That's all you need. Watch, read the recap. <laughs> Read the title of the recap. Just listen to a different podcast and say what they said. That's that's the best way. That's the most efficient way. Well, I'm sorry you had such a calamitous morning, Doss. Uh, I mean, I've had some household tales of woe over the last couple of weeks, but good to hear it's not all roses for everybody else. No, that's right. Look, we're recovered. We'll let you calm down. Uh, we've got a big show. You do feature heavily in a couple of my segments today, Doss, so I hope you're prepared. I hope it brings you some joy. Um, you'll, you'll find out very soon what that's all about. But we have to get into some games because Week 18 was big, uh, a little disappointing in some aspects, and we'll get into that, but there were some crackers as well. Let's get into the game reviews in just one sec. All right, boys, the way that I've done it today is we're going to go through a little block of the least consequential games and results, and then we'll do something else, and we'll go back to some more consequential ones, and then we'll finish the show with the biggest games, the two most consequential uh, matchups from the week, and then we'll go through all the playoff matchups, the fixtures for the week coming. So let's cue the song. It's good to be back. It's not the good. same online, is it? it feels good. Paulie. The Chiefs and the Chargers, 13 to 12. The Chiefs won. Let's start with the least consequential game of the week. This was basically a preseason game. Uh, yeah, it was a dead rubber. Mahomes and Kelsey didn't play. Actually, none of the Chiefs starting receivers played. <laughs> oh, wait. Yes, they did. They all suck. <laughs> they just don't have any starting receivers. Yeah, I got the joke. Thanks, thanks Kurt. <laughs> <laughs> it was directed at you, too. Uh, yeah, not a lot to report back. Eckler had a good day. 10 carries for 11 oh, yards. Oh, did he? Good timing, Austin. <laughs> Could have used that last week, mate. <laughs> 10 carries for 11 yards. Oh, right. Okay. 
<laughs> so he did, didn't watch NFL today, did he? Quinton Johnson ended his uh, impressive rookie campaign with 17 yards. And <laughs> I think both teams are pretty happy to see the end of the game. The Chiefs will now play. I've got dot, 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 because when I wrote this, the Bills-Miami game wasn't finished yet. So I don't actually... They got the Dolphins. They got the, yeah, they do. They have the Dolphins, yeah. So uh, that Chiefs-Dolphins is... Yeah, I'm not sure. I had said I was texting Nugget today. I said the Dolphins really suck. They're banged up too, but they could easily put a few on the Chiefs and and roll with it. So might be a good game next week. All right, we'll wait and see. Um, Hawley will review it in as much detail next week as well. The Broncos and the Raiders. Oh, it doesn't matter. I mean, that was literally the worst game of the week. Broncos and Raiders, twenty-seven to fourteen. Both teams end on eight and nine as the Broncos' season well and truly ran out of steam. This game was full of auditions. QBs Aiden O'Connell and Jarrett Stidham. We're trying to impress for a starting spot next year. There was a tick for O'Connell with two TDs and probably a cross for Stidham with one and one. While Antonio Pierce tries to convince owner Mark Davis that he's the right man for the head coaching job. Dossie's five and four since he took over. Antonio Pierce looks to have the support of the locker room, which is something that Sean Payton does not seem to have. Uh, does he get it or not? Yes or no? Or Josh McDaniels. Oh, I, th- I think he should be the head coach next season. Bit of sort of Rich Bisacci a feel about it, Curtis. He, mm. Obviously, they moved on from him and hired McDaniels. And but Davis says he regrets not uh, going with Bisacci, so yeah, maybe so Pierce I, gets lucky. I think uh, I think he should stay with Antonio Pierce. The way he's galvanised the team in the back end of the season, uh, they haven't been. They need a quarterback, obviously, but there's enough other pieces there at the moment that. Yeah, they can be pretty competitive next year. Do you season. think they can, I was about to ask where, like, very, very quickly, where are the Raiders for next year? Are they playoff? Like, are they, I don't know, De, Devontae Adams, like, he's getting older. He's probably not Devontae Adams anymore. Is it worth keeping, keeping him? Josh Jacobs is free agent. Josh Jacobs is free agent. Zemir White has come good, but I think he had some bad knee injuries in college. That always pops up when you start playing. A little bit more. This sounds like a May segment. Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought very quickly. I thought they're, they're looking at know. coaches and quarterbacks and what is it worth just completely rebuilding that? I'm going to go out on a limb and suggest they finish somewhere around 500. Because <laughs> <laughs> that seems to be all they do these days, the Raiders. The Browns and the Bengals played off. DOS 31 to 14. The Bengals won it. Jake Browning, another win to end their year at 9 and 8, whilst the Browns rested Flacco, Garrett, and Co. Yeah, a whole bunch more starters for that game. But they got the Texans next week on the road. Jake Browning gets another win, four and three as a starter, and the Bengals' winning season in the end, nine and eight, mm. and that's the first time any division has had all four teams with a winning record in the Super Bowl era, and you have to go back to 1935 to see that, Curtis. So Good there you go. Nice. nice stat. Steelers and Ravens, speaking of AFC North, Hawley, you watched this. The Steelers won at 17 to 10. Baltimore served the Steelers a rare softball by playing their backups in a game that gave Pittsburgh a shot and ultimately a spot in the playoffs. They did. Mark did it, boys. Uh, I think we kind of rode him off a little bit mid-year, but winning record, playoffs, and maybe Mason Rudolph is the future of the Steelers. I'm joking. <laughs> he isn't. Well, he's well, going all right. It will start this week. Yeah, but he's not the He's future. better than Kenny. He can't, anyone's better than Kenny, but he played well today. Oh, well, he played well on, when was it? Sunday. Sunday, that's the one. Uh, he threw the ball well. He was pretty tough conditions all day. Uh, 18 of 20 ain't a bad result, to be honest. He did lose a fumble. I know Dossie had the three fumbles, lost one of them. Uh, Najee was really impressive again. I think last year he was almost down the dumps, and he's come good towards the end of this, this season, so 112 and a TD. Uh, Deontay looked pretty good again with 89 and a TD, but the story of the night is probably TJ. Uh, MCL, I yeah. believe it is, which is probably going to be the year. That's usually a couple of months, so... I would be very, very surprised if we saw him again. And I'd, yeah, without TJ, I don't think the Steelers make it. Uh, we'll put a, much of a dent in the playoffs, boys. 
Huge news there. I saw the Rams and the 49ers. 21 to 20, the Niners... Oh, sorry, the Rams won it. It was Carson Wentz. Cut big red, he's back. Carson Wentz versus Sam Darnold in a matchup between two playoff-bound teams. And we saw Puka Nakua break the records for most receptions and most yards by a rookie receiver. Uh, the receptions. Who previously held the record, Anquan Doss, Bold. with 104? It was Anquan, Anquan Bolden. Now, Bolden was on the list, but he didn't hold the record. Or oh, Chase in 2021. He's a dolphin. Oh, Waddle. Yep. In 2021. What are we now? 23. Waddle was 21. Jalen, Chase. Jalen Waddle, Anquan Bolden, Michael Thomas. When did Chase? Chase had 101 or something, didn't he? Well, he, oh, had, the, he had the yards. Well, he wasn't oh, on the he list. had the yards. I was he had the yards. yards I don't one, know about sorry. the receptions. Yeah, Bolden was like 93. He didn't have the yards it? record. No, that was Bill, was Bill Groman in oh, 1960. Was, sorry. How could you forget Super Bill Bowl Groman? era, he had the yards. Yeah, right. Okay. Well, 1960, Houston Oilers. We all remember that huge season from Bill. Uh, Nakua <laughs> broke that record. 1,473 yards was the marker that he got. Uh, but look, today in the game, outside of QBs, other stars were rested slash out for both sides. Bosa was out. Kyron Williams was out. Cooper Cup as well. And it was Darnold and Wentz. Well, they played well enough to a point and showed they are competent backups in the NFL and perhaps even low-level starters for a team in desperate need. But that was, of course, until Darnold fumbled on the last drive, turning it over and handing the game to LA. Carson Wentz also auditioned as a running back with 16 carries, 57 yards and a TD. Oh, that's <laughs> that's a, a lot of carries that's, that's for a quarterback. They've absolutely just belted him with workload <laughs> today. You've been waiting a year for a start, Carson. Here you go. Uh, poor old Sam Darnold. This NFL career is just cruel to him. He looked fine today until he just dropped the ball like a klutz right at the end. Just not well, working out. Fault, didn't that be better? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yes. Klutz <laughs> can still feel for him. <laughs> Poor old. <laughs> well, he's Players quite old these days. Yeah, I suppose he is. Uh, Jets and Patriots, 17-3. to Hawley, there was plenty of snow in New England, which got Doss excited. He was lamenting the lack of a snow game We uh, haven't had a year. snow week all, all season. Well, we might get some in the playoffs if we're lucky. Then you missed half of it. You had to go swimming. I know. <laughs> Oh well, it was a heck of a game. The Jets beat the Pats for the first time in 16 matchups. Hall. Uh, yeah, the Pats did what they had to do. They lost. Uh, pick three, I'll take it. I you sm- thought they were getting picked two. Well, because I think we said during the week if Pats and Washington lose, there's pick two up for grabs, and I didn't actually look into the detail. I know Doss sent the little Excel spreadsheet through of how it will work, but I didn't read it. I just figured if they lost, then they might get it. Anyway, that's no affected game. Doss is happy about it. The QBs had a pretty good day, combined for a whopping 158 yards. Uh, but Brees Hall, fellas, he had 190 yards himself today and a TD. And just to throw it out there, his final three games of the season netted him four TDs and 507 total yards. So my quick math says that's, what, 150 odd, 165 yards a game or something like that. So he's talking a big game next year, Pro Bowl. All this kind of stuff. Why did he post that? Why do you have to post that? Well, he just he came out and had 190 yards in a TD. So yeah, but what is the point of putting it on Twitter or whatever? Oh, it's because did you ever do that in your career? Yeah, I'm going to be the, the, no, it's a sample team of the year next year. It's all good to put all that stuff up once you're eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah doing it in a week yeah. 18 dead rubber. <laughs> doing I mean, it in a game had, that matters. He's had some like 507 the last three weeks. The week before that, I think he had like 20 yards. But then the week before that, it was another 150 or so. So his last months and a bit has been very, very good. And I imagine yeah. next year. Um, again, with Aaron Rodgers, it's probably going to be even better. So, uh, mm. yeah. Will it? Mm. Cool. See, Hawley and I have had this discussion too. I don't see how it won't be. Well, I have do, worse their offensive line is absolutely horrendous. But Aaron Rodgers is a really good quarterback. Like, he's good yeah. at throwing the ball, right? So teams are going to be like, oh, we better cover the pass. Mm. So then that leaves the run open. That's how it works. That's yeah, but why he's whenever... also been lent on more this year with more carries and more dependency. Yeah, but, but because... opposition know that, so they'll stuff the pocket and they won't let him run as yeah, much. He's just been that good that he's been able to get through. So now if there's if Rogers goes throw, 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 and then all of a sudden 
opens up for Brees to... Who's say Aaron Rodgers is going to be any good next year? He'll be good. Come on, Doss. Yeah, I know you're going to slam him in the Green Bay Review because Jordan well, Love did what he could. I've got it, yep, 100%. Uh, but let's we're going to get to that. Just wait. I mean, he served you very well for many years, Doss. You seem to forget that he when did. it comes to Aaron Rodgers and your non-stop criticism of the man. No, he did. Mm. Brees is also Not so much the in the playoffs. Brees is catching the ball a lot as well, by the way, boys. He had 12 receptions. Couple of weeks ago. Oh yeah, I thought I was going to say again today. That's huge. No, no, not today. today All right, that, two, that's but. enough time on Jets and Patriots. That was about four minutes long. Belichick though, a lot of talk what? now. Oh yes, could be his last that, one. That's it, I think. Could be a lot of talk. Bill. We'll see. We'll long like dramatic it. summer with Bill. <clears throat> Vikings and Lions, thirty to twenty. Doss, the Lions won this. Uh, the Vikings had a very, very slim playoff hope, which didn't eventuate. But Dan Campbell kept the Lions starters in for no material difference as far as the game was concerned. And Sam Laporta, he got injured. Yeah, I was going back with back and forth with our mate Nuala all morning on this, and he was adamant he was aligned with Dan Campbell that the Lions wanted continuity and they wanted form going into the playoffs. They didn't want back-to-back losses, so I can kind of understand that. But when you've got Sam Laporta, whose most receptions ever by a rookie tight end, knee injury, won't play next week, and then wide receiver Khalif Raymond, who also left the game in the fourth quarter with an injury, you sort of question. Yeah. In, a, in a game that... All right, instead of the third seed, you might have got the two seed if Dallas lost and mm. Eagles. So, I mean, Raymond I would have probably been playing anyway if the starters were out, but Laporta most certainly wouldn't have. So that one yeah. hurts. That's how he's played. That's how he's coached all year. Like we said last week, instead of going for the field goal, he goes for the two-point or instead of going the extra points, he goes for his two-point conversions. I think the highest fourth down percentage all year. Like he's a, an aggressive coach. He wants to play mm. hard offense, go, go, go. And that obviously means as well, Keep all my boys in, keep them going, let's play hard, let's keep that form up and continue into the playoffs. So, I mean, what can you do? Like you, you can not start him. <laughs> you do, but there's still, like you said, the second I mean, you can't seed be- on the you line. You can't bench everyone, um, obviously, because the squads aren't deep enough. But anyway, Armand Ross St. Brown was really good. Seven receptions, 144 yards and a touchdown. But the Lions defense still gave up over 400 yards of off um, of offense Nick again Mullins. to Nick Mullins mm. two times in three weeks. And the Vikings, uh, Curtis, they'll wasted season, unfortunately, because they have a really good defense. I know Hawley's big on Daniil Hunter and a few of the others there. But Cousins' injury, just as they were starting to click. Justin Jefferson, 1,000 yards, even though he missed seven games, and he had 192. Did he get 1,000? Um, he did. Oh, he did get yeah, 12 receptions, 192, and a touchdown today as well. Uh, Jordan Addison looks good. I think they bring Cousins back next season for another crack at it, oh, especially yeah. with this team. Did Laporta do his knee? Sorry, ACL? Nah, it's like twist and bone ah, bruising. Right. So I was going to say Kurt. That's why Kurt's upset about it. Because he's got him in fantasy. Nah, it's not, nah, he'll be right it's not an ACL, one. which doesn't look good on the thing. No, well, Dan Campbell ACL. said it's not as bad as it looked, but it's not good news. Yeah. So Even if it is an ACL, he's back by week one next year anyway. Yeah. That's how they recover that's these that, fellas. That's all that matters. <laughs> fantasy football. <laughs> Last one for this little block, Hawley. Seahawks and Cardinals, 21-20, to 20, the Seahawks got up. Matt Prater auditioned for the role of Cardinals general manager, doing a beautiful <laughs> job of securing a better draft pick by accidentally missing two final quarter field goals oh, to make sure they lost by a point. <laughs> the Seahawks were eliminated mid-game, correct? Yeah. I'm not sure if they were aware of that because they really <laughs> celebrated that missed field goal. You had guys, there was a celebration. I don't know if you saw it, but one, I'm sure one of the Seahawks boys jumped up. He thought gra- they were in. <laughs> gra- no, grabbed his, grabbed his crutch and did the old, you know, when you grab it and jump up like, like oh, you know, like Michael, a Michael, Jackson. Michael Jackson kind of move. I swear I saw that in the on the vision. Wow. I might have been mistaken, but I was like, fellas, you know, you've missed out on play. I was like, Pete Carroll knew. Like, he just said, oh, yeah, great, walked off and did what he had to do, but... 
It was an odd one to celebrate that. High. And the crowd was wild as well. Did someone get a bonus or a paycheck? The uh, there could the have been a final. Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, it was. Uh, it, nonetheless, it was actually a pretty good game. Um, yeah, Prado was the villain. Two missed field goals to end the game. Either of them would have secured the win. I don't know. Maybe they went out there and said, just push one right for mate, or don't quite kick it as well as you. Just so you know, I was joking. I don't believe that happened. (laughs) I do believe he was trying his best and just happened to miss. (laughs) Uh, Well, James Connell was definitely trying his best. 150 in a TD Mm. again, boys. He was very, very good. And Michael Wilson ended the year or ended his rookie year on a a nice note with six receptions and 96 yards. So, uh, yeah, the cards picked four. See so what happens if uh, Kyler look alright again today. He's oh well, he's run looking alright. He's looking good enough, isn't he? If they add a Marvin Jones or someone like that, then it's probably worth keeping him. Well, they've committed to keeping him now. Yeah, so there Long you go. It's probably a Marvin Jones if he's there. If not, then Marvin, maybe. What's, what's why Marvin Jones talk? Marvin Harrison. Marvin Harrison. What I was going to say, say? Oh, Marvin, Marvin Jones, Jones. Jones. Know what Marvin the 33-year-old who just stepped away after <laughs> dropping every pass. Marvin, this year. Marvin oh, Harrison. Touchdowns in a game. Marvin Jones. <laughs> Marvin, yes, <laughs> Marvin Harrison. Marvin Twice. Harrison Jr. Sorry, 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 sorry. No, definitely Marvin Harrison. If he's there at four, um, which he easily could be with the teams that have. One, two, or three. <laughs> That's such a great error to make. <laughs> Ironically, Marvin Jones is old enough to be Marvin Harrison Jr.'s dad. <laughs> well, Nugget and I text, we call him MHJ. So in my head, I'm just thinking MJ because of Jr. and Marvin Jones. But uh, no, if he, if he slips to four, then Cardinals will be very, very happy. All right, that's the first block. Uh, if those games sounded inconsequential, it's because, yes, they were. And we've got all the biggies coming up in just a little bit, but we've got something else to do first. Back in a second. All right, boys. <clears throat> you got your headphones in? Yes. Yep. I have one in. Oh, wow. Here we go. This is funky. This is like... This is another new Kurt segment. Sounds like I'm back at the... Uh, dog and Duck. <laughs> dog and Duck. <laughs> <laughs> well, do, uh, boys, this segment is called Dos Confidential. Yeah. And... Uh, do you know anything about this? He, he oh, does. You well, know well, what's well, coming. Well, okay, now I think I know what's happening. Yeah. Go ahead. Do you, do you have any idea, Holly? I have no idea. Good, because that means he didn't spill the beans over the weekend. <laughs> this is a fantastic story, and I've been waiting days to tell you. Oh, great. I've uh-huh. got glamorous music going because, you know, this song's called Celebrity Fashion House, right? And it just really suits the theme because picture this. It's a summer's day, and Matthew Maidman is on holidays. And he decides to go to the beach with his family. He's catching some rays. He's got his top Matty off. Ray. That's what we used to call him back <laughs> in the day. Matty Ray. Matty Ray. Well, it's, it's apt. He's got his top off. He's got his aviators on. And out of the corner of his eye, he sees somebody approach him. And then he gets a little tap on the shoulder. And this person, Hawley, says to Doss, you don't know me, but I know you. You're Doss from the Outback Quarterback Podcast. <laughs> Oh, he's been spotted. So happy. He's been papped, papped at the beach. I can't believe you didn't tell me this, Doss. <laughs> now this is even more remarkable because you caught up with Hawley on Saturday night, the night that it happened, and you did not tell him, which I find remarkable. Now Friday, yeah, Friday night we went to the cricket, and I was going to mention it to. Uh, hey, you know what? You could have. I had a fair few Friday night. I probably wouldn't have remembered. It. Spotted, <laughs> spotted by a fan at the beach. Not one of his mates. Not somebody he knew. Just someone who recognised him from the pod. Now no apparel. No. NFL. This is my up. first. That's what I asked. That was the first question I asked. Not even a Green Bay. Nude. Hat. He said he was completely nude. nude. So no, no, because no. <laughs> obviously all of Doss's jocks are outback quarterback so was, jocks. So he was at Maslin's. <laughs> I was well clear of Maslin's. So you didn't tip. Flopping around. <laughs> all three of them. Just but, but there you go. He was. <laughs> 
Okay, I'll keep that in. I'll keep that in, but no more. Sorry. Uh, spotted by a fan. And then, you know, this wasn't the end of it because you two decided to post your little Adelaide Confidential <laughs> yeah. Men About Town picture on the Instagram well, of you at the cricket. <laughs> a non-approved post, by the way, right? Over right. the top of Kurt's reel that he spent time putting together. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And which, one's more po- which one's more popular? And then all he's, all he's gone and given a little boost on the Instagram did as you, well. Did you promote it? <laughs> yeah, 20... Just linked to my credit card. <laughs> No, no, no. I did it with my car. Oh, I paid 28 you? bucks. I just thought it was like five bucks and you promote it or something. You spent 28 bucks on that. <laughs> I was like <laughs> seven Imperial Pints deep in the Gary room at Adelaide Oval. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to boost it as well. Just not knowing what boosting even looks like or does. I'm yeah. going to double check that that's definitely not charged to my card. No, it's I'm, not. I'm okay. sure. Oh, I, I, I did check, Curtis. Make sure it wasn't on the, the outback quarterback. <laughs> Curtis DeBoy card. Oh, without no, talking the song. Hang on. You know, I keep seeing it pop up on my feed anyway. Yeah, it does. And all it is is a photo of you two with like three or four letters because nothing else fits in mm. the... Well, anyway. can, can I get to my original point, which was I was reading through the comments of this photo of you two at the cricket, and then there was a comment from a girl named Gabby saying, great, <laughs> great to finally meet you guys. You guys are legends. What is going on? Uh, Why that, do you keep getting that, spotted? That was getting spotted at that the cricket. That was just Wyatt. So that was, that, that was Wyatt's fiance, Gabby, and we were at the cricket with her. Okay, you got so sorry. it's not another fan. <laughs> oh, no, goodness I, me. Yeah, but go then, gabba gabba. But then Hawley, with his Patriots cap as we were walking back to our seats, got bailed up by a Patriots what, Pat from fan. Payton. No, Pat from it was Payton? Pat from Payton, but a Patriots fan saying, are we going to have pick two or pick three? So then he goes, yeah, definitely pick two. Hawley said, we're <laughs> taking Drake May at pick three. Well, boys, I mean, Doss, you in particular, just need to settle down with the fame, right? I mean, oh, well. it's getting out of control now. Spotted at the beach. Tell me honestly, was Jess mo- mo- impressed? No, she was not. Well, what do you mean? Well, she- How was she not impressed? That's the most impressive thing ever. <laughs> well, I did say to Jess, I said, look, as we continue to grow, expect more of this. Like, this is, this is, this is <laughs> what's going to happen. This is only the beginning, baby. This is, what, this <laughs> baby. is what's going to happen if we're going to be in the public eye, right? So uh, <laughs> I did not expect to get spotted. Atlanta Falcons uh, fan, Corey, good man. Very Down good. there with his new little puppy. So, uh, yeah, good on you, Corey. will start going deep south to the beach when he doesn't know anyone from the western suburbs. And <laughs> no, we, and we chatted, at, chatted Atlanta. He likes your calls on Arthur Smith, uh, Hawley. Get wants him, him out. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think he yeah, might think be the first casualty tomorrow or when this podcast comes out. Look at Doss, so. always steering it back to analysis. I just wanted to say you were spotted. Well done, Doss. Yeah. Great achievement. First of us to do it. We'll be oh. back in a second. Sorry, you had more to say then. No, Go on. No, I was good. Anything else happened? No, I avoided sunburn. That Any was babes just come up to you in the street? And well, I just figured just, in, just naturally with your top off, how many birds were rolling through having a look. <laughs> yeah, it was quite, quite beach, Chris. Or what do, you have, you? do you have the, um, what's the sun top that people wear again? No, I didn't have a rash top. Rashy, rashy. No, I didn't have the rashy. You on. love a rashy, Doss. Yeah, normally I didn't have one. Very on sun smart operator. I am generally, but not. Uh, well, this was early in the morning. And Go on, plug the outback QB rashy for summer. No, we, well, <laughs> have we got one? <laughs> no. We, well, are, we, are we still doing budgie smugglers? I, yeah, I didn't know that was the plan. Was that the plan? Yeah, it wasn't. I, was, I, thought, I just made it up on the spot then. I thought Hawley was going for a new merchandise line. Was. We had the T-shirts early and we sort of peaked with that. And well, look, if we're at the point where we're getting spotted in the streets, I think we're ready for some new merch. Mm, Let's no, think great. about that. We've got playoffs to get through first. Okay. Uh, we've also got week 18 to get through because these are the more consequential games. I'll start it off with the Cowboys and the Commanders. 38-10. to 10. The Dallas Cowboys clinched the NFC East and this game had a pretty familiar script, boys. Four touchdowns to Dak Prescott. Arthur just got fired. 
Arthur just got fired. Yep, just saw it. He's gone. There That's another go. one for the Gutsy Call. Cool. Dos two to go. Cool. Riverboat Ron and Bill Belichick. If they go, Dos wins the Gutsy Calls for last month. Four touchdowns to Dak. Two more to CD Lamb. Another pick for Deron Bland, his ninth of the season. That's equal third most in the last 10 years. The most, of course, being his Dallas teammate, Trayvon Diggs, who had 11 in 2021. More familiarity uh, in the game, I should say, was Sam Howell throwing two more picks. That's four weeks in a row he's done that. And his last seven games have produced four touchdowns to 12 interceptions. Gross. The only anomaly was the previously perfect Brandon Aubrey, who used to play soccer, in case you didn't know. He missed his first ever field goal, and then he missed his second. This is not the first time that the kicker has got the yips for the Cowboys. Mike McCarthy only just stopped having nightmares about Brett Maher's catastrophe at the end of of last season. (laughs) On to the playoffs for the Cowboys. Back to the drawing board for the Commanders after a four-win season. Yuck. Ending with a seven-game losing streak, and Ron Rivera will depart, shoring up Doss's gutsy calls. All right. Holy. Yep. 48 to 17, the Falcons won it. Now, do you want to rant about Arthur Smith's? Uh, it might, it's very quick. Well, yeah, it's just a quick rant. Go. Uh, yeah, well, it's it's pretty much summed up the Falcons' year, boys. Arthur Smith going off his nut about the Saints running in that final TD. I don't think losing by 31 points instead of 24 points is going to be... Well, As uh, when I wrote this, he wasn't fired. So what I wrote was that it's not going to be his biggest concern. His concern is that he probably will probably need to start looking for a new job. And now it's confirmed he needs to start looking for a new job. I mean, this whole unwritten rule about, oh, you're up by a lot, so don't score. Give me a spell. It's a professional competitive league. You're also arch rivals. So forgive your arch rival for not being nice to you at the end of the game. And to to go over there and start swearing and going off his tree. Like, mate, you guys were that bad. You, what have you got to, what leg have you got to stand on? It's... And the, play, well, the Saints players taking it in their own hands and ignoring well, Dennis it. Allen. Apparently Dennis Allen said no, but Jamie Winston went out there and said, nah, we're going to do yeah. it, fellas, which sounds probably a bit like old Winstow. But also, Winstow, read the room, Dennis Allen. Firstly, don't put it back on your players, even if that is the truth. And secondly, understand that 95% of football pundits and watchers are on your side. <laughs> we all don't care about that. Yeah. It's only Arthur Smith and guys like that who care about that unwritten yeah. rule of gentlemanly conduct. I thought it was best summed up by Tiki Barber in the commentary box. He said, this is football. You can do whatever the hell you want. And with all due respect to Arthur Smith, how about you stop them? 100%. How about you stop it? I agree. Yep. Yep. Anyway, 14 to seven, uh, 48 to 17. Massive win for the Saints. Nothing more in the game. They're both out. No, I just said Saints, good win. Well done, but enjoy your end of season drinks. All right, Doss, the Dolphins and the Bills played off. The Bills got it done 21 to 14. Dolphins even more banged up now. They are, Curtis. They've lost, and uh, well, their linebacker, Andrew Van Ginkel, had come up and sort of been doing a bit of pass rushing as well. So that's another one out of their linebacker depth and pass rush, unfortunately. So they're in a lot of trouble on the injury front, particularly as Tyreek Hill on the last drive had to come out of the game with some sort of Wait, ankle. He limped or off knee. a few times. Yeah, he? yeah, he's not right. He hasn't been right since that Tennessee loss on, on Monday night football. Um, but both quarterbacks opening drives through interceptions. Josh Allen, the next one, he next drive through another pick on fourth down in the end zone. He had three turnovers for the game. Devon Achan looked good early for the Dolphins running the ball. And then in the second half, the Dolphins just had absolutely no offense going whatsoever. Um, but they were good enough to only hold the Bills to seven points in the first half. They had a 14-7 to seven lead. And at halftime, uh, Mike McDaniel was asked uh, on the sideline, what do you need to do in the uh, second half to close this out and win the division? And he said, well, the scores are now 0-0. Zero, zero. Well, not really, because you're up by a touchdown, Mike. But anyway, I didn't quite get his, uh, 
He had some new gold rimmed glasses for the event too. Did you yeah, notice that? Very did. specky new frames, yeah. Mike. He, he reminds me, Kurt reminds me a little bit of, of old Mike. Well, the hair, I think. Don't you think? There's a bit of hair. Yeah, flaunting around hair. with the gold. He hasn't got his gold watch on tonight, but. But if those frames were gold, you reckon, mm. that he's got on there. Yeah. You, yeah, there's Very a bit similar. of Mike McDaniel. Are we both overly cocky nerds? Overly cocky nerds? Overly cocky nerds? I reckon. Cocky nerds. I think you're going to. We'll get a side by side look alike. Hey, Dos, would you say this today's game, Buffalo versus Miami, was a pretty big time game? Well, yeah, it was yeah. up there. Yeah, okay. Go on. You were clearly trying to make a different point there. Oh, Gabe Davis, big big game, Gabe. <laughs> oh, big ga- <laughs> Didn't have a reception injured. today. Injured. Went off, went off injured. Yeah, went off injured. Was, fell over his own feet in the end zone. <laughs> lost the touchdown. <laughs> um, but then we go to the, we'll go to the last quarter. Now, Trent Sherfield actually. Take a look at this catch. Excellent slow-mo ex, catch. Ex-Dolphin. Ex-Dolphin. The ball was actually tipped by Van Ginkle, another Josh Allen, not great throw. High in the air, went into the end zone, and Sherfield slow-mo, like you're going to go for a almost like a tennis ball catch into a swimming pool, just that real dive, try and keep your feet on the side for as long as possible. Love it. Brought it in. Have a look, Curtis, when I you saw get a chance. It. it was sensational. Good catch. But then it all started to happen early in the last quarter. The Dolphins punt the ball on a poor drive, that a heap of penalties, and then a 95-yard punt return to Deontay Hardy, which made it 14-14, and that was the longest punt return in Bill's history. Timely spot to do it in. And then Josh Allen in the fourth quarter, despite having a pretty poor first three quarters, made a lot of big runs, kept drives going. 21-14 lead on a Dawson Knox touchdown. I'm a bit disappointed because Dalton Kincaid had a very nice game. And then the Dolphins stopped the Bills on fourth and one, inches short. They got the ball back. Two-minute uh, two drill. They had no timeouts. Minute 53 and two, a couple of connections with Tyreek Hill. But then he threw the game-sealing interception, which gave the Buffalo Bills their fourth divisional crown in a row, the number two seed. And Tua, his, I'm going to say his last two-thirds of the season has been very, very ordinary. Yeah. And they are limping into Mm. Arrowhead Stadium against the Chiefs next week in not a lot of form and not a lot of healthy bodies left. Well, there's another team that's not in great form in that matchup, but we'll wait and see. Hey, on that fourth and one, Josh Allen, he was, well, I'm going to say he's six foot two, six foot three, something like that. And he's holding the ball up, so his feet aren't on the ground. He might be nine feet in the air when he's holding that ball, maybe eight. Mm-hmm. How do the refs get a perfect spot? Because that was only an inch or two short. And they're just looking at it thinking, live play, they're like, yeah, that's about right. And just put it, like, they didn't measure it. They didn't. Pros. They just they didn't come down to a video review or anything like that. Uh, is they, this, they is measured this some referee oh, no, credit. They, they, they got measured the chains it. out on. Oh no, that, I mean the they measured. Sorry, they measured, but they didn't actually say. They didn't go back to the vision and say, oh right. yeah, this no, is where we're didn't. lining it up. No. And well done, refs. Well done. Did that's they nice. get it right? Did they? No. I don't know. I, I thought it, I felt Josh Allen got over. I thought he had it. I thought in a spot like that, you'd probably go back to a you know look at some vision and. There was a, there was a couple it. of questionable spots in, in this game. It's, uh, not, it's not on the rest. Yeah. I'm just saying that's the rule and that's how it works in the NFL. But I just feel like for how much was on the, know, line, the technology that we have these yeah. days, surely you can find a better way to you know, get something like that. Spot accurate. the ball. Yeah. yeah, spot the ball. I thought you were just starting that as like a referee pump. Oh, no, no. I'm just saying it. it's just bizarre <laughs> that they just say, yeah, rely yeah. on your eye. Yeah, and, yeah it's it, about there. That that's, do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's always seemed an inexact science, just putting the ball on the ground and then they <laughs> take the chains. Yeah. It's a weird bit of theatrics. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, speaking of theatrics, the Bucks and the Panthers, nine 
nothing. It wasn't pretty, but my doomsday prediction for Baker and the Bucks did not come true. Thank goodness. They scraped a 9 to nothing win over the Panthers, locking up the NFC South, meaning we get to see Baker in the playoffs for the second time in his career. There were no touchdowns in this one, but the Panthers should have scored twice. Once was DJ Chark with a fumble with a yard to go into the end zone, and then the other saw Raheem Blackshear, the running back, get into the end zone, only to be called back for a needless O-line penalty. Sums up the Panthers. The drive then ended up on a... Do you know what happened next, Doss? A Bryce Young fumble. Just when they had another chance to score again, they had a Bryce Young fumble. In fact, the Panthers became the first team since 2008 to be shut out in consecutive games, ending their season on an appropriately grim note in a year where there were almost no green shoots whatsoever. They don't even have the first overall pick to show for it. As for the Bucks, yes, they did not concede a point, but in truth, I think they were lucky to come up against the worst team in football, and we will see which version of this weird offense we'll get in their home playoff game next week. I don't hold out much hope for the Bucks, but we'll have a look at Raymond James Stadium. Doss, you had a look at one of the biggest upsets of the week. 27, the Giants. 10, the Eagles. It was a nice way for New York to end their season, and they exposed the increasingly calamitous Philadelphia Eagles. Well, the Philadelphia, that's Tampa Bay's opponent next week on Monday oh. Night Football. So Weird. we can't wait for that on prime time. Uh, Giants get a nice divisional win to end the season, though, as you said. Curtis, big red 20, up and about. He always likes to make sure we mention him. Loyal Giants fan throughout this terrible year for them. Very loyal man. Perhaps the most loyal listener to the show. Yeah, he is. Multiple texts a week reviewing the show. Love it, Sammy. He also jumps on the Jets if they get a win too. Does he? I haven't seen that. Okay, I take it back. New York supporter. But enough with the Eagles already, though. This was embarrassing. Like Sirianni coming out saying we want to get out of the rut so we're going to play our starters then he rests Devonta Smith and DeAndre Swift and like, Fletcher Cox yeah. and then they gave up on Hertz in the third quarter and then well AJ Brown first quarter knee injury uh, which looks uh, a little bit serious uh, Hertz is banged up he's got a finger injury but he wasn't playing well anyway and then like you mentioned Kurt when they were down 24 nothing then Sirianni decides to pull everyone off. But this Which that at least made sense. If there's no hope back then, well, then take 100% it you would do that. But this defence is so bad. And the, they sent Sean Desai, the defensive coordinator. They sent him to the stands. They took away play calling off him. He, not the pro- And then who thought it was a good idea to have Matt Patricia doing play calling on defence? Like, what what, what decision is... Who makes a call on that? Um, but this is defence is one of the worst in the NFL. They've got no form whatsoever. They go on the road to Tampa who... Well, they're not in great sort of form either with their performance last week against the Saints and only just getting over the line really against Carolina. So I, I that's a pick'em game. I don't know who's going to win that one, to be quite honest. That's is that five losses in six for the Eagles? It is five losses in six for the Eagles, yeah. Far out. That is a and shocking And the only win way. was against the Giants two weeks ago. Yes. And which they were lucky to win that game. They had a few calls go their way on that Giants drive. So 10-1 and one into 11-6. and six. Uh, I have to mention Xavier McKinney, two interceptions. Very good game for the Giants. Last one of this little block, the Texans and the Colts, 23-19. to 19. The Houston Texans last made the playoffs four years and four coaches ago, boys. It was Bill O'Brien who last guided them there with a win in 2019 and since then it's been Romeo Cornell, ex-Chiefs coach David Cully and Lovey Smith before finally finding their man D'Amico Ryans and his boy CJ Stroud. There aren't many teams who have almost universal goodwill but these guys do and with good reason. They've played with style, they deserve their playoff spot and they did it with another impressive win against adversity. 
Vintage, error-free CJ Stroud is his first year and already saying vintage. 20 of 26, 264 yards, two TDs, didn't even have Tank Dell, didn't have Robert Woods, didn't have Noah Brown. That's three decent receivers there. Nico Collins stepped up as he usually does. 195 yards and a TD, a true number one. For the Colts, though, it's heartbreak. Jonathan Taylor went over 100 yards for the first time this year. In fact, 188 and a TD. He's very good. He was huge. He did yeah. everything he could, but he was on the sideline for some reason for the game-defining play when yeah. the Colts were fourth and one. Instead, they call on Tyler Goods- Goodson, who slipped into space and was ahead of the line of scrimmage when the Minshew dump pass headed his way, albeit slightly behind him. And did he pull it in, Doss? He did not. He but the throw, not. to be fair, was not throw good. Wa- throw wasn't great. It I wasn't great, but I think it's catchable. I think it's 50-50 or 60-40 on Minshew. Either way, it should be caught. Game over. Who is Tyler Goodson, you say? He's a second-year former Green Bay running back with 13 <laughs> career carries and six career catches to that point. Well, still six because he didn't catch it. He hadn't touched the ball all day. I even saw a devastated Colts fan mouth in the stands. <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> oh, That's boy. Fair. It's a, yeah, shock, you know it's a shocking though, way to end. To defend Indianapolis, I don't kind of hate the call because... I, I like the players. Houston, Houston would never have expected that yeah. old mate Goodson was yeah. going to receive, you know, be the target. And it just happens that if Minshew had the threw the ball perfectly he catches it no no worries but also if that was Jonathan Taylor and the ball was thrown behind him he catches it he's touched the ball that's right 32 times that day already like he's he's ready for it I like the play call it wasn't executed well I didn't like Steichen taking the time out before though Curtis yeah. I, think they could, I think they could have hurried that up then and, and got well, they almost across. did and then they stopped it yeah. so it cost about 15 seconds but it was it was a null point in the end anyway because they didn't make the catch but it was an odd way to end. We can't gloss over. It was a great year from Shane Steichen. Nobody expected yeah, him in this yeah. squad with Anthony Richardson injured to be playing for playoffs in the last week. So a bit of a sour note. They'll be ruining that one. Uh, they'll be thinking about it all night. But it was the Texans. And well done to Nug and all of our Texans fans out there. You've been loyal. You've gone through a lot. What about Whitey, who, who bet on Whitey. the Texans to win the division at the start of the year? Curtis. Did he really? Yeah, he nine, nine to one or something, something like that. Something like that. Yeah. So he's, he's very we'd, happy. Uh, we'd celebrate that if we talked about betting on the show. Well, we but would. unfortunately, we yeah. don't. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Texans. <laughs> See you in the playoffs next week. Can't wait to watch them. We'll be back in just a sec. All right, boys. I said I was going to go through some uh, backup quarterback scout reports, but um, I'm scrapping that from the run sheet because nobody cares about that, particularly not in week 18, maybe in week two or three when they might play some games in future. But we're going to go straight into the long games. There were two games of particular consequence. One of them uh, I watched, well, we all watched it, but I watched with particular care, the Jags and the Titans. Now, it was a 28-20 victory to the Titans, almost unbelievably. And it was two years ago when Carson Wentz and the Indianapolis Colts went into Jacksonville with a simple task, win and in against a very ordinary team. They didn't win. They bombed. And it cost them their season and Wentz his Colts career. This time around, the Jags had a simple task, beat the five-win Titans in Tennessee and lock in a playoff spot. But they started slow and they left themselves too much to do. Wasn't without their chances, though. Trevor Lawrence, I mean, we saw this. He needs to shoulder most of the blame, Doss. He had misses late. He had some nice flashes earlier, that 59-yard touchdown throw for Ridley in the first half. But I'll, I'll I'll set the scene. Quarter three, they're trailing 28 to 13. DeAndre Hopkins just scored a TD. The Jags needed things to swing their way. They kept pushing, kept pushing. Eventually, the damn wall looked like it was about to burst. Lawrence hits Ingram, fourth quarter, makes it an eight-point game. Andre Sisko uh, intercepts Ryan Tanner, who would have flipped the field in their favor. They got within two yards of the end zone. Fourth down, Trevor Lawrence tries to die for the line. Doesn't get there. No, sure. Gets up, tries again. <laughs> just 
still doesn't get there. Two attempts, just short. I don't know. I mean, if Josh Allen was eight feet, Trevor Lawrence was trying to stretch 10 feet. He just could not get there. No matter, still seven minutes to go. Time dripped off the clock. Jags had the ball back with only two minutes to go. Second and two, Lawrence has Calvin Ridley in acres. Guaranteed touchdown if only he wouldn't overthrow him and he missed him. Third and two, he's under pressure. He throws it away. Got talked up by the commentators for that. Okay, fair enough. Fourth and two, season on the line. Now's the moment, Trevor. Well, at least another moment on top of the ones that he's already had. And he missed Evan Engram by about, what, two feet? He missed him by a yeah, mile. Was, well, yeah, it wasn't close. Stuttering season by the Jags. Today was emblematic of their problems. Good at times, but never great. Always a step off the pace. Ultimately, it cost them playoffs. But, Doss, I mean, how do you assess this from a Jags perspective? It's, it's a devastating blow. Well, what's that now? Will they lose their last six? Six, six in a row? Eight, finished eight and nine, didn't they, Curtis? Or nine, nine and, and eight. Nine, nine and eight. eight. Yep. So they had four, four losses in a row. They were eight and three at Thanksgiving. Is more the is but more the point. There are a ninety nine percent chance to make the playoffs, and that would have been at around Thanksgiving when yeah. they were eight and three. Well, they've, been, they've gone one and five, yeah. Uh, they had a they owned their tiebreakers in their division, Kurt. You know, a complete. It's almost a reversal of last season when they were four and seven and then finished nine and eight. Mm. Well, they had the momentum coming in, and then obviously they've got the, the playoff win. Um, but they've got some red flags that they got to address in the off season. Trevor Lawrence. I think has regressed this season. I know he's been banged up, but even in the first half of the year when they were winning, there was only the odd game where you thought, okay, he was playing really well. Mm. It, it didn't set the competition on fire this year at all. It, you know, from where we thought he might leap to, um, he's due for a contract extension at the end of next season. Oh, and they got the choice whether to pick up the fifth year option, and then you're looking at around that same four-year, $250 million conversation, which is around what all the quarterbacks are getting paid at the moment. So you've got, to, you've got that call uh, to make. And also, they're very one-dimensional on offense. I know they had Christian Kirk out for a period of time and Travis Etienne went missing for about a month there. He came good last... He's la- been good the last month or so. La- last couple of weeks he's been okay, mm. but previous to that he, he, he wasn't great. Uh, and Doug Pedersen, who they've got to invest a bit more in this offensive line, and they've already spent a lot of money on defense as well. And they've got um, two good pass rushers in Josh Allen and Trayvon Walker. Now Trayvon Walker's had a very, very good season Allen this year. Even better. It's been and superb. Josh Allen was awesome, finished with 16 sacks on the mm. season or something like that, and five in the last two weeks. But they were the defense themselves. They were 28th against the pass, 24th in yards per play allowed, and 26th for sacks made this season. That That's just not a defense yeah. that's good enough to get you into the playoffs or to be Super Bowl contenders. And this was a team, for me, These are the, this team, the Jags, are the most disappointing team of the season. I expected them to win probably 12, 13 games. I think, Hawley, you had them, I think, winning the most games for the season at the start of the year. And most people had them winning this division in a canter unless you're probably a, a Texans or a, a, a Titans or a Colts fan. So um, it's a, a wasted year and it's a year that started with a lot of promise and the form in the back half of the year and the way this team ran on offense, the plays they gave up on defense as well, they got a lot of moves and a lot of things to address in this offseason, which we're going to get to and I can't wait for. Uh, but this is 
not how they envisioned this season to go. They they expected with the schedule they had and the draw they had, they expected twelve wins minimum and to be winning this division and getting and contending for the AFC Championship. Hawley, is Trevor Lawrence a good, great quarterback somewhere in between? Not not that good. Where does he sit? Well, yeah, I know. I think Dust mentioned that he has been banged up a little bit this year, and he obviously had that shoulder. Um, the, I think a yeah, an bit ankle like, and a concussion. Yeah, a concussion and that ankle where he limped to the locker room and looked like he was out for the year, and then all mm. of a sudden he comes back the week after. So, yeah, at the moment, he's he's a good quarterback. There, they'll. I imagine he'll play well enough next year that they pick up his fifth year option and he gets his big contract because they'd be, I guess. They'll look at it, the franchise would be silly not to because they've already invested so much in him, you know, number one pick and all that. But 2022 to 2023, his stats, he's, like you said, Doss, they're, they're similar, if not worse. His interceptions have almost doubled. He threw eight in 2022 and now um, 14 in 2023. 25 TDs in 22 down to 21 in 23. And I think from that 21 to 22 season, we thought, all right, beautiful. He's improved. We've got the Trevor Lawrence that everyone expected. It's all up from here. It's all up from here. Jaguars will be fine. And now this 2023 season, he's just regressed a little bit. And it is a worry. Um, I mean, he is still, how old is he? He's 24. 24. So we've got guys being drafted this year, like Michael Penix. He's 24 this year. So he's effectively has three years on a lot of the guys that are even being drafted, who will be drafted in the first round of the draft this year. So I don't think anyone needs to be worried about it. Well, it's not, I'm but, not worried about age. I'm worried about... Ability, like, what has he shown us over his three years that tells us in the big moments he is the guy? He is a good quarterback, and I'm not trying to overreact here, but it's been a pretty trying little period. And even in the game, the playoff game that they won with the amazing comeback last year, he he started that game with four four picks. Jake Delhoe was was shaking. He was going to break his record. That's right. So, (laughs) I mean, he was an incredible second half, but that first half was a disaster. So, this is a couple of times now where they've needed him to come through and once he did just and and today didn't. It's not all on him, obviously, but it's not it's not a good look. I think if you talk to anyone within the Jacksonville franchise, they'll say, oh, yeah, we're looking more at that 22 season because he was pretty banged up this year and he struggled sure. with that. And that's that'll be their excuse this year and they'll forget about yep. this year and they'll move on to next year and hope that everything sorts itself out. If it doesn't, then, yeah, I imagine they will pick up his fifth-year option either way, but they could be in a bit of strife. Must be noted on the other side, Tennessee, that King Henry, Derek Henry, put in a vintage performance in his last game for the Titans. We know it's his last game because he announced... Well, pretty much. Uh, well, he's, he's free agent. Mic. Yeah, yeah he's, he's free going. agent. He got on the mic afterwards and thanked all the fans. They gave him a brilliant reception, as they should have. Eight fantastic years there, breaking all sorts of Tennessee records. 153 yards and a TD today. And his protege, Tajay Spears, scored two touchdowns himself. Uh, so well done, Derrick Henry. I wonder where he ends up next year. I wonder if he'll still be a star next year. He seemed to lose a little bit at the start of this year, but then came on strong at the end. So I mean, he can you, still do a job. If you throw down 150 yards, I, know. I mean, you still you can still, still got run, it. can't you? Still got it. Uh, it also, I think it might be Mike Vrabel's last game at Tennessee. Just a hunch. Oh, I think, you think he, so? I think he'll go. No, he won't get fired. He'll go. He'll go somewhere else. Oh, you think you? Uh, I, I just oh, got a hunch. Okay. He looks tired. Patriots head coach? Maybe. Back yeah. to New England. Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. X X. Patriots player. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like he's a decent coach. It's just not quite clicked at Tennessee and, not, and it's maybe expired the relationship. Not mm. in a bad way, just in a let's move on. We'll wait and see there. Doss, let's move Curtis. on to that one because there was one team that was meant to deliver, the Jaguars, that didn't. 
but there was another team that was meant to deliver, the Packers, and they did. 17-9. to Ladies and gentlemen, they beat the Bears. They're in the playoffs. Their star young quarterback is in a rich vein of form. Take it away, Doss. He is. Jordan Love went to 27-32 today, 316 yards, two touchdowns. But over the last eight games of the season, 18 touchdowns to one interception. And then per NFL Next Gen Stats, Kurt, Jordan Love completed all seven of his play action passes for 116 yards and a touchdown. And since week nine, he leads the league with 912 yards off play action. So he's had an awesome back end of the season. And a mid-season resurgence really for the Packers that you know, for a team that was two and five that had dropped four in a row. And then they picked up and then they lost those two games to Giants and Tampa that were bad and then just got over the line against Carolina. But to win seven of your last ten for a quarterback in his first season as a starter, I thought seven to eight wins was about their ceiling. They're the youngest team in the NFL. They've now beaten the Chicago Bears ten times in a row, just uh, for those uh, keeping stats at home. And they've got a reliable running back, your boy Aaron Jones, who had another Mm -hmm. 20 carries today, over 100 yards, third game in a row. Jaden Reed, four reception, 112 yards, and Dontavian Wicks, Two touchdowns. Young lads, they are on fire. So they look good. They put up 430 yards of offense. They never punted today against the uh, Bears. And on the flip side, we'll look at the Chicago Bears. They only put up 190 yards of offense. Fields was 11 to 16, 148 yards. He got sacked five times. And Joe Barry, to his credit, Packers defensive coordinator, I've been harsh on him. But today they set up to Blitzfield. They did it all day. Chicago never adjusted and they just put him under pressure all game. Never really gave him a chance to get settled. And the Bears were outplayed, outcoached. The Packers won the battle in the trenches. But that Bears offensive line haul, I know you've been saying for about the last 18 months, their offensive line is awful. They need to spend some free agency money or they're probably one of their first, first round picks on the best offensive lineman in the draft. And there'll be some questions. I, I think Matt Eberflus, I think he's all right, Kurt. I think he's safe. Um, but there'll still be question marks over his job. He didn't have a great game today. Justin Fields wasn't great, as I mentioned. He only threw the ball 16 times. And offensive coordinator Luke Getze, I think, might be the one out of those three that may not have his job next season. He's just struggled again versus a Joe Barry-led defense that run a very predictable defense and he just didn't change anything all game. And they could have played the spoiler today, much as the Lions did last season when they went mm. into Lambeau for Aaron Rodgers' last game there. On the positive for the Bears, though, wide receiver DJ Moore, career highs for receptions, 96, 1,364 yards and eight touchdowns. And their star corner, who didn't play today, Jalen Johnson, one of the best corners in the league. He's eligible for free agency. They absolutely must pay him. That's my tip for uh, Chicago. We're going to talk a bit more about the Bears and what they do, but they're two, what, two positives for the Bears at the moment. Like that, Doss. Uh, there's a lot in that. I mean, the Justin Fields thing will run and run. We'll talk about that in the offseason. We've all said we hope they keep him. They should keep him. I don't know why they get rid of him at this point. Um, and you mentioned the need to invest in the offensive line. Let's not forget they did spend pick 10 on an offensive tackle uh, in the in the 
draft just gone. Darnell yeah. Wright, and he's been fine. I mean, it's it's what you expect from a first first year offensive tackle. Some good, some bad. And I some think they between, need some free agent. I think they need some experience. Some ex- yeah, yeah Kurt. I think so. I think so. Uh, but look for the Packers. I mean, they're they're in. Uh, I can't believe it, considering where they were at the halfway through the season. Uh, Holy, it sounds like after he got back from swimming, he watched the replay in full, maybe a couple of times because he knew that game like the back of his hand. Boy, it he? was a test. It was a test that he passed. And you know who else would be happy, <laughs> Doss? Jordan Love would be very happy because he became a rich man today. He His did. incentives were through the roof. A lot of $500,000 incentives, I think, a lot of top tens and... His QBR, he came in at ninth. Well, it's an ESPN one. Yards, he came in at 10th. So that's a million bucks for him there. TDs, he came third. That's top 10. That's 500 grand. Sounds makes, very similar to your incentives. Makes, makes the, pl- made the playoffs, that's 500K. That's I mean, 10 listeners, that's a grand. Chris Hall money floating around there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wish. But there's a few bonuses <laughs> here today. Chris Jones was carrying on like a maniac after he got well, the you know sack. Well, I, I kind bucks. of wish that he didn't get it. Because he held out week one when, I know. when KC mm. needed him. He watched his mates from the stands. It just didn't didn't look like he cared. And so he kind of, you know. Good of the boys to celebrate so nice. They nicely. got around him, didn't they? They did, yeah. He yeah. Must, be a, must be a lad behind the scenes. Old mate Clowney. Jadavian Clowney, yeah, $750,000. Real he big was, celebration. Did he finally get the double-digit sacks? Uh, what he, what he uh, no, I think to. he only got to nine in the end. Oh, he's I never think, gotten a double-digit sacks I think sack he needed nine. Let me just quickly... But he got his bonus, Curtis. He got his, uh, he got his bonus. Well done, he was, I don't think DeAndre Hopkins did. I think he was a yard or No, nah, he was a touchdown. Short. He needed two touchdowns and he was okay. um, he missed out on that. Well, look, we'll sacks, talk out. Not, nine and a half sacks. So he still hasn't got <laughs> yeah. the half sack. Career. He, needed oh either, he needed either. I think he only needed half a sack, didn't he? Yeah. So he got like to nine. He only needed nine, but he got his. He got, he got paid and he celebrated like he got paid. Oh, smart, well. smart clause. Well done, Jadevian. Uh, look, we'll, we've got... Well, we've got a preview pl- playoffs, Doss. I mean, playoffs are here. We'll do that in just one second. I'm just going to insert something in here, boys. Um, I put together some content for the show earlier today. Uh, I thought it was pretty funny. Played it earlier. Did not land. That happens sometimes, so I'm scrapping that. But good thing I've got a backup segment. Oh, thank gosh. Oh, we've got backup segments. G'day, guys. Kurt here. Uh... Back home from Hall Painting and Building Arena and not going to lie, I'm pretty flat. Not only did my first segment bomb and not get any laughs, we also decided to scrap my <laughs> we decided to scrap my replacement segment. So I'm 0 from 2. I've thrown two terrible interceptions and uh, confidence is shot. So there you go. I'm with the show. All right, Doss, wildcard week. Give us the fixtures. Run us through them in three minutes because we're going to detail uh, preview them in detail on Thursday. All right, Curtis, uh, fellas, let's start with the seventh seed, Packers, my Packers, at uh, heading down to Jerry World in Dallas. Lafleur versus Mike McCarthy. Can the Packers rely on some vintage playoff McCarthy play calling, Curtis, just to keep them in the game here? Because we know Dallas undefeated at home, 8-0. Actually won 15 in a row if you go back to uh, last season. But all the pressure is on the Cowboys. Jordan Love and those young receivers are just going to go down there. No playoff experience. See how they go. Just just play. Just have a crack. Cowboys are already a seven-point favourite for this game. So, uh, look, to be honest, if you, I expect Dallas to win, but... You gotta roll with my. I'm gonna support the Packers. They're a chance. Regardless. I mean, they're, well, they're in there. They're a oh, chance. Oh, you support them regardless, win or lose. Win or lose. Yeah, that's that's that weird. True? That's odd for you. Yeah. Now, <laughs> this is the game we wanted to see. The six seed Rams go to the number three seed Detroit 
Sunday night football. The Lions are a three and a half point favourite at the moment. Stafford returning to Detroit. Jared Goff kicked out of LA by Sean McVay, thrown under the bus. Oh, bit rich. Well, he was. The trade was. agreed they, to by both sides. They, they, well, he was. Most people thought Goff was, oh, we'll send him to Detroit and okay. that'd be it. Stafford's gone on, won his Super Bowl. Maybe but, Goff wanted to leave. Sorry? Maybe Goff wanted to leave. Like mm. LA more than, just because you're a Detroit man and Detroit is the greatest state in the city. In the city on the United States of America. It's not quite. I do like it, but it's not quite the greatest. But now we've got Puka Nakua breaking all the yes. receiver records. Kyron Williams, Aaron Donald, he rested today, so he's going to be prime. Up against Aiden Hutchinson, Armon Ra, Gibbs and Montgomery, and Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, who was secretly... CJGJ. Quietly back, Curtis, mm. after his week two injury. So they got some help in the secondary. Sam Laporta won't be playing, though, does Unfortunately, no. <laughs> Sam Laporta. And that's who we've loved all season, Sam Laporta. And... Uh, yeah, my the value of the uh, rookie auto car that I've got of Sam Laporta I was hoping would skyrocket in the playoffs. Has <laughs> <laughs> now dipped because of this injury. Doss so I'm not happy. Fan- Doss doesn't do fantasy football and hope his players play well. He has fantasy cards. Yeah, like, you, re- you don't reckon I'm dirty? I didn't buy that Nico Collins uh, yeah, auto when I had the it, chance sell it this week. Sold them, double my money on that. Nah, it's good you saved the three bucks, Doss. <laughs> More than that. Uh, number five seed Eagles go on the road to Tampa. As I mentioned, this is the Monday night game, so you'll be pumped for that one. Uh, Kurt, you can have this game next week, Curtis. The Eagles are a two and I a half point. I did allocations. Playoff time, we're mixing it up. The Eagles are banged up. they got no form. Like we said, lost, lost five of their last six. They keep getting pounded. And we keep waiting for a response from the Eagles, but we just don't seem to get one, do we, Curtis? I don't uh, think we will, Doss. Oh, you're going with Tampa? Oh, no, Tampa? sorry, I don't think we will in the divisionals. No, <laughs> no, they'll beat Tampa. They'll beat you reckon they're going to beat Yeah, they'll beat Tampa. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll see how they go. Wait. But uh, they got some uh, significant injuries. Uh, let's flip over to the AFC. Obviously, Baltimore got the bye. We've got the seventh seed Steelers going to play Buffalo. Who would have picked that a couple of weeks, two, three weeks ago, that Pittsburgh are going to play Buffalo in the Big Mace. playoffs? Mason Rudolph up against Josh Allen. George Pickens, who did absolutely nothing the other day. Don't get me started on him. Oh, that, it wasn't his kind of day. It was pouring with rain, and he's a deep ball threat. Well, That's Deontay what he Johnson was. Johnson is the route runner that goes with his little slants in and under, whereas Pickens is the deep threat. He didn't have one Gee, catch. George Pickens fan club over here. He didn't yeah, have one catch. Player. Yeah, I'm all, he had a rush. He had a three-yard oh, carry. Oh, goodness. <laughs> how, many, how many times did Mason Rudolph target him? Going deep in the wet. Not enough. Should have. Didn't. Not enough. He's going to need to against uh, Buffalo, though, Orly. Then we've got the Dolphins, who have just falling away up against the Mm. Kansas City Chiefs. I picked the Chiefs to make the AFC Championship game. I think they beat uh, Miami this week. Curtis, you'll be happy with that. Tyreek Hill's return to Kansas City. Keep running, Cheetah. They got more injuries on the defense today, Miami. Will they get Jalen Waddle and Raheem Mostert back? They desperately need them because outside of Hill, they got absolutely nothing going at the wide receiver spot. And then the game, I think, that we're all Sunday, this game is Curtis. So we're primed for this one. The five seed Browns. Go yes. to Houston. Oh. This is the early Sunday morning. This is the Browns' defense. The Browns dominated them on Christmas Eve a couple of weeks ago, but CJ Stroud did not play yeah. uh, that game. And the Texans' defense um, didn't look too good against the run. Jonathan Taylor ran all over them, uh, like you mentioned, Curtis, and the Colts had it sort of going there. Will the Joe Flacco playoff exp- or the run continue? You know what they're calling it, Doss? What are we calling it? Flacco-mania, apparently. flacco <laughs> Doesn't quite have the Got same real- thing as Minshew mania, <laughs> but yeah. 
So that's what we're going to talk more about those uh, on Wednesday. But uh, that's that's how the playoffs are looking for week one and some crackers in there. Very good, Doss. Strong final segment. Got to be honest, boys. I think we're a bit rusty tonight. I don't think it was our best day. Uh, I thought I was pretty good. You thought what you were do you good? think about yourself? I mean, Doss? look, I'm taking a bit of responsibility for my failed segment. I mean, I only put like an hour and a half uh, of work into that. But no one no, that on the night, maybe it felt failed. But once you edit it and you throw it out there, no one knows that your segment wasn't what you thought it would be. Well, you think I should keep it in? That's a no. <laughs> it's out. It's going out. <laughs> you can keep one of them in. Yeah. See, I shouldn't have doubled down. Once I realised the went first hard one wasn't at it. funny. Yeah. 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 You know what? Backup QB segment could have been all right, to be honest. Well, I mean, I can talk about that for an hour now if you mm. want. We don't even know. Who are the backups, though? Jeff Driscoll. So many backups to starters. Yeah. I couldn't even tell you if he's a backup <laughs> still. Or yeah, we only had who? about 67 or 68 quarterback start this year, didn't we, Curtis? Yeah, bugger all. Yeah. Doss, do you think we should have rested our starters this week? <laughs> we should have brought Pat Quagg and Nugget in. Because I'm concerned by our form tonight. Maybe we were just a bit, bit rattled being back in the arena. It was the start of the show. What was the... We had a big laugh at the start of the show. Mm. Should we talk about that? Doss... Let's talk about that. <laughs> Doss doesn't want to talk about it. Well, I was trying to tell my story about my morning when and then you guys kept interrupting and... We just got stuck in the... We got stuck in the about eating... Holy, you, you just interrupted him again. <laughs> just let him tell the story. Yeah. Go, go, Doss. Explain what, what happened. Well, I had my, well I, we've already to, I've already told it, haven't I? No, I'm saying explain what happened when we interrupted you. I'm saying you were just oh, explaining well, how you interrupted I, and then he interrupted you. I was you. just saying I r- turned red zone on, I got my bowl of granola and then all of a sudden that <laughs> that was like a, a trigger point for Hawley to just <laughs> roll with it. What do you have for breakfast in the morning? Uh, concrete, mate. Concrete. <laughs> just harden, I just harden up. Concrete. Uh, no, actually... Um, what do you have? Come on. I don't really eat breakfast. I usually grab whatever has been made, whatever I have for lunch. As a surprise. And then eat it throughout the day. Usually just I get to lunch, I get to work and at, start snacking at like 8 or 9 o'clock. Just a couple of pieces of white bread in the van <laughs> on the way to work. <laughs> if I can afford butter, if I have time for butter, I'll chuck some on. <laughs> just dips it in. Otherwise, I just use my finger, put the butter in my mouth and add some bread <laughs> in later. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have uh, I have overnight I have overnight oats that have been prepared with mango. By you? They've been prepared. Yeah, there we go. Mm, that's nice. Well, that's mm. breakfast well, that's chat good. for the week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you on Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> bye, all bye, Dos. Bye, all. bye. <laughs> $60 plan or something. Mm. But like, we'll go $95 plan or $90. No. It's like $95 plan. Just a 50% increase. <laughs> yeah, with uh, the brand new phone and more wire. Plus. More, yeah, more space and all that kind of stuff. But then he's like, do you use international calls very often? I was like, oh, not really. If I'm only going, when I'm chatting to the Bills Mafia. Yeah, only <laughs> when I'm talking to my boys over in America. <laughs> but I was like, no, nah, I don't. He's like, oh, okay, well, we can t- take that out and I can make the, I can, I can do it for... Uh, $93 a month. Oh, mate, sign <laughs> me up. I was like, whoa, hold on. <laughs> I was like, oh, look, I'll call me back tomorrow. I'll let you know. I'll, I'll talk tomorrow. That $24 a year saving. A long <laughs> I way. Like, mate. I got locked into a three-year deal with Optus on my return to South Australia. Did you? It's been the longest deal ever. <laughs> it's like, it's the bloody Daniel, three years. It's the Daniel so Jones deal. Three it was all front-loaded all front loaded too, so I spent heaps of cash up front. <laughs> yeah. Three is actually now so I'm just limping my way so to the long. end. Now you're just waiting for that last 12 months. Yeah, I thought it was up this Christmas, so I rang them all smug wanting to switch away, <laughs> but they told me I had 12 months left. <laughs> <laughs>